This is the award-winning Travel Planners Radio Show with Kevin and Sue McCarthy. Hey, it's Peter Greenberg here. You're listening to the Travel Planner Show with Kevin and Sue McCarthy. And don't say I didn't warn you. Another fellow as well-known, I think, as Peter Greenberg is our next guest. No, yes, yeah. Mr. Max HartshornGoNomad.com. Welcome. Glad to have you back. Good to be with you again. You, I understand, have been to one of my, I think, is the most beautiful places on this planet. And that's the Bodensee area of Germany, Austria, and uh, Western Europe. It's just idyllic. Yeah, we went last year to the uh, Rheinfalls area. Yeah. Max, you got to see that if you haven't made it. Yeah, pretty cool. Vorarlsberg, <laughs> Austria's mountainous <laughs> west. Tell us more. Oh, you know, you're right. You've really got it nailed. It is one of the most beautiful places, and it's just, what's beautiful about it is not only the scenery, you know, and the Alps, of course, you know, the beautiful Alps, but it's the way things work. Everything is so well-made and so well-designed, and it just seems like there's this sense of, we figured out how to run our lives, and we're really not, we don't need anybody to help us, you know. There's no garbage, I don't know where the garbage all goes, but it seems to all be put away somewhere neat. There's beautiful, you know, Maybe, the maybe their goats eat it. <laughs> Well, you know, the houses with the geraniums and the little teeny stacks of wood, and everything is just perfectly done. And even now, you know, uh, now you can just tell that ecologically everything's being recycled. There's probably zero waste. There's a little bit more of the solar. You see people using solar and stuff, and, of course, hydro. Um, When we were in Vorarlsberg, we saw a gigantic uh, hydropower, which is essentially it's a pumped water system where they pump water up to a mountain and then pump it back uh, during the day when the electricity prices are higher. So it's sort of an arbitrage. But there's so many interesting things about Austria. It's a very sophisticated society. And, you know, you really think things run very well there. And I, I, and I, yes, they do. Besides the fact that it's so beautiful. You know, back in the day, Max, uh, I'm so glad that we have gone to digital photography because I would shoot 20 or 30 rolls of film every time you go around a corner or down another street. It's a picture postcard view of something and i would come home and i'd have the same pictures that i had before Uh, now at least with the digital cameras i can just delete them when you go there make sure you take your camera with a big card in it or your video camera with an even bigger card because you will just go crazy Really, I mean, I, I, there's a couple of photographs that I took, and you know, just using my iPhone eight, uh, this this the beauty of these vistas in these long, long valleys and these long shots of rivers and crystal clear streams and you know mountain distant mountains. It just you know one of the things about Austria is it's a hiking culture, um, like the like Colorado. You know, it's just a place of people. That's what people do when they get there, and when they're four years old, two years old. One years old, they're hiking up a mountain. It's amazing uh, the, the the fitness level and the you know the, I remember there was a we took a a trip on top of a mountain, um, a wonderful you know big high place where there was a lot of parasailers up on the top, people jumping off the cliff with these big parachutes on their backs, and the tramway you were able to get off halfway, and half the people got off the tram halfway so they could walk the rest of the way. That's Austria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also back in the day, my ex-mother-in-law, who is from Germany, 
kept trying to get me to go off with what they call the drachenfliegers or dragonflies, the hang gliders. I don't know whether she really liked me or not. But I think she had ulterior motives, I, I, Kevin. It may well have been, yeah. But you're on the top of a mountain, and they have what looks like a skateboard plywood chute kind of thing, and you just run off the side of the mountain. It's the craziest thing I've ever just, seen. Exactly. They run right off, and they're happy as clams. They, I mean, there, there's two, there's two, I saw there was two different types. There's one that's a gigantic wing that's like about 10 feet and it's actually a fixed wing that they run off that's the old style and the new style yeah, it's a drop and fleek is, yeah. the other is the parachute kind yeah exactly and the mountains there are just, they go off by the way if you get a pair of field glasses and look at them they have a sleeping bag contraption that they put their legs in to keep from freezing and they're using oxygen bottles they're so darn high i mean it's absolutely yeah, but nuts. Go up so high I can yeah, see that. Yeah, they're up there for hours. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, w- I first saw them when I was there, got there on Sunday. I saw all these little specks off the side of the mountain, and then I said, where is that? So we got to go up there. But, you know, we went up there, and, and you know, I was lucky that I had really beautiful weather the whole time, absolutely perfect summer weather. And this is the time of year when the cows have been brought up to the higher elevations of the Alps. They lead the cows up. The cow- these cows really have it made. They live in these alpine meadows and just munch on grass, you know, at high altitude, and then in September, they'll bring them down. The other thing that they do is the farmers, many of the farmers have their own uh, farm shacks and, you know, rustic cabins up at altitude so that they live up there in the summer so that the many of the people in the community, and a farmer can be somebody with 12 cows in Austria. I learned that, that they don't have big farms. Nothing's big. Maybe 12 cows, 15 cows. They'll go up and live in this rustic um, mountain hut during the summer months. And then in September, there's a great celebration when they all come down. And it's all used to make, most of it's for cheese and milk. And I also noticed they don't grow very much in this part of Austria except hay. Hay is everywhere. Um, you know, be cutting the hay and getting stacking the hay and baling the hay because they want to feed those cows to make that really great cheese, that Bergen case cheese. Oh, yeah. So good. Tell us about the artist, the famous painter from the late 1800s, Angela Kaufman. She had a museum there. She does. Yeah, we are in this in the small village of Schwarzenberg, which is a small village. And yes, she had a connection to Schwarzenberg, and they have built a beautiful museum. Apparently, she was quite famous in her day. In the late 1800s, she painted nobility's portraits. And she became very, very successful. And unfortunately, I mean, not unfortunately, but she really only spent a small amount of time in Schwarzenberg. But it was Schwarzenberg. But it was enough to create a beautiful museum dedicated to Angela Kaufman. And it's just, you know, even just the walk to the museum is wonderful. Up these mountain passes, you know, and look, there's sweeping views everywhere. And they also have a lot of things in the museum that show how people used to live, you know, some of those old, you know, one of the things in Austria is really famous is that they have those tile stoves that they make, you know, they put a little bit of wood in it and all the tile heats up. You've probably seen those in in Germany. They have those and they have old... a furnace that sort of was like a tile made of glazed ceramic, so it gets everything yep. gets really hot. And they have ways of look. You can you can sort of see the way people used to live way back in the day. You know, in an ancient farmhouse. I, in this part of Austria, almost all of the houses are built so that in the front of the house there's a stable, and in the back of the house there's the residence. And so what we're finding they're saying is that a lot of times now they're doing is they're that people are renovating those buildings so that they're letting their kids live in the front of the house. 
and then they're living in the back of the house. So, you know, things are evolving as there's fewer farmers, but you still have that architecture style, that wonderful wooden architecture style that's everywhere you see in the geraniums and all all of the window boxes just adds a nice touch. Yeah, we're talking about an area of Austria and Germany and Switzerland. They all kind of come together there. Vorarlberg, Austria, is in the Bregenzerwald region, and it's near Lake Constance or the Bodensee, whichever wish you wish to call it. It is the most idyllic place in the world. And when they bring those cows down out of the mountain, you hear the cowbells and they have a big parade and it's a party. It's just idyllic. Oh, yeah. That's all you can say. When we come back, I want to talk about your uh, culinary hike. Now, that's something that might get me out in the woods hiking. <laughs> Uh, we're talking with Mr. Max Hartshorn, uh, founder and so on of GoNomad.com. He's been everywhere. He's done everything. So don't go away. We will be right back. Email us anytime you like. Kevin and Sue Travel at Yahoo.com. YouTube.com forward slash Kevin and Sue Travel. Now more than 647,000 views. It's the Travel Planners Radio Show on the Gab Radio Network. <laughs> 